0: Stop, stop. I can't take it anymore.
1: Oh, I do the live ones, too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now. I'm leaving. Yeah. Hello, and welcome back. We are breaking up with RBS. This is episode number 47, and I am Tani Santabria.
0: And I'm JDK Winnikin. Still, after all this time and we are here to debunk the junk i don't know did what... you think you were going to change no oh, no but okay. just just in case somebody else thought i was going to i figured i would just
1: say oh that's
0: good really
1: yeah. transparency like what we talk about being <laughs> clear real yeah
0: i like it and if if nobody was concerned about it i just assumed that in case they were right cuz you never know never know yeah never know good all right well well <laughs> welcome back <laughs> good to see you <laughs> welcome back to all of you thank you so much for joining us you're listening live good morning if you're listening as a podcast, thank you so much for subscribing and for leaving a review for us. We really appreciate it. You can also watch us on our uh, YouTube channel at Breaking Up with RBS. Also, our Facebook group of the same name is out there. Tawny's also offering a six-week uh, webinar series, like a right? self mastery course program that people can just take
1: on their own whenever they want mm-hmm. and work with their stress response. And
0: I've been getting notes from people saying, "I signed up and it's great." Awesome. And I said, "What?" And I I say something back like, what took you so long? Yeah, good. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Anyway, so that's available too. And where, where can they find that directly at what website? Unperfectyourself.com. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Self-mastery sounds like a really desirable thing.
1: Well, it's kind of nice to be our own expert into ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? What are we waiting
0: for? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we're waiting for other things to happen outside of us that will help us feel like role or yes. mastery. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so last week we talked about arrival of your grandbaby and mm-hmm. all that. I trust that's still all still going well. All yeah. still going well. well. That's good. We've yeah. spent a lot of time talking a little bit about, you know, getting into the getting into the body and what that meant and all those the messaging that we get over time the yep. getting out of our body. I was thinking if if we had nothing else to talk about today, um one thing I know that is a lot of people are going through is a lot of fatigue at just a world that seems really intense. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter where people stand on any given issue going on in the world, in the country, it's been a real tense time. Now, I suppose pretty much every human history, period in human history has had its stresses, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. But it seems like a lot lately, mm-hmm. you know. And one thing I have heard from several people who talked to me about the you know, the okayness that we always stress, that we have a choice to be okay, and, and we have a lot more choice in our bodies and that integrated state than we think, is this idea that how can one be okay when things seem so out of control and things seem so threatening in a macro picture, right? What's going on in the world, what's going on in the country? And I don't think it matters from whatever perspective or position one might take on any one of these things. Stress seems to be really high, and so Somebody said to me once in, in anger when I was suggesting maybe letting something go. Well, that means I'm giving it up. That means I'm giving up on caring and I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Does, are you hearing a lot of that lately or do you, have you heard a lot of that? Do you have thoughts on that that come up for you?
1: Well, I think I have a
0: lot of thoughts on that, J.D. <laughs> <laughs> I, there,
1: yes, there's a couple different things. One thing, most of us associate care and worry together. Like, oh, right. So. So if we aren't worrying about it, we don't care. We don't care. Right. So. So that is one problem. Mm-hmm. Right. So oh, we that's... don't we don't want to let anything go or not worry about it, because then that would suggest we don't
0: care. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's something to put up into the light, isn't it?
1: Yes. So that's a story that we've been conditioned to believe mm-hmm. that is taxing us all over the place. Oh, my God. Right. Um, uh, on a macro level. And, you know, right in front of us in our day to day. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the other issue is, yes, if we take in all that is on the macro level, we will be overwhelmed. Yeah. It's too much for any one human to take in. Mm -hmm. We weren't intended to take in all of the potential difficulties and struggles of the whole planet into our body. (laughs) We don't want to do this. <laughs> no <laughs> but it's so important. <laughs> okay, And it is going to defeat you. Mm. right? It is going to stress you. It is going to keep you in a chronic state of fight or flight because it's not manageable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in our day to day.
0: And yet so often we tend to think it is. Like I know from my own experience once upon a time, for me, the antidote to what you were just talking about was get more information. The more I learn about what's going on in a certain situation, the more I know, the better I'll feel.
1: And, and did that work? No. No. Mm-mm. No. Exactly.
0: Yeah. No. It, it's, actually like, it's actually like feeding a monster mm-hmm. after a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then, because if you already have questions and stress and anxiety, you might hear some things that quell one part, but then something else gets introduced that kicks off a whole new mm-hmm. level of it. Mm-hmm. And, and boy, that's what you just said about caring about something and worrying, we, we equate. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mhm. Yeah. But we punish ourselves by doing that. We're the ones who suffer, right? It's not the issue itself because the issue is bigger than us and it's not the people we might disagree with, they're not suffering.
1: Right? Uh and but I think folks not only have we been conditioned to put those two things together, yeah. but we also feel like it's our duty. Uh-huh. Right, like be- because there's something about that that we believe.
0: Mhm. Right.
1: So in order to move through that and and not put those two together, we've also then have to believe not so much struggle, but that they don't have to be together. Like yeah. we can experience caring, mm-hmm. certainly we care about something and not worry that it be
0: this way. Yeah. And that's the or good worry t- about what will happen if it doesn't go our way. Exactly. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's the part of the experience. You know, we talked about last week sort of. If we're up in our head, that keeps us from actually experiencing what life can can offer, the depth of what life can offer. Mm-hmm. Caring, caring with worry keeps us in the head. It does. What if this? What if that? I got to make
0: it this way. They won't do it that way. hmm What's going to happen? All the while, our body is taking a beating.
1: We can't care. Yeah. That's not care. That's, that's worry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But what if we cared and connected?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: and let go of needing things to be a particular way, we actually then could engage more fully and deeply mm-hmm. with whatever it is that we cared about.
0: Yeah, yeah. And probably from a, and from a much more effective space in terms of being involved in something or you know whatever it might be, and taking care of our bodies in the process and listening to them in the process because that's, that's the thing, you know, I've, I've been struck by for a while now, but particularly in the last handful of weeks, seeing all the responses to all the, the big, admittedly, very big big things going on in the world. Mm -hmm. So much of people's responses are falling to fight or flight. In some Mm -hmm. cases, literally of both, Uh you know, people wanting to fight other sides on something, literally in some cases, or run from them. Mm hmm. (laughs)
1: You know, that's our stress response kicking into something that is way too big for Mm -hmm. us to, on an individual level, handle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so what sounds like what you're what you're saying is actually we can take better care of ourselves, care more effectively in the sense of being able to help ourselves feel like we're contributing, caring, contribute, you know, whatever the case may be without it necessarily needing to be worry or taking such a toll mm-hmm. on ourselves emotionally, stress-wise or anything like that.
1: Yeah, because if we're not if we're not in these times, the times that we're feeling a lot of fear and we're in a high intense stress situation in our body. If we're not able to take care of ourselves during these times, what happens?
0: Well, we're, the, we're we start breaking down. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, all the very things that are causing us anxiety are just going to get worse.
1: Right. And are we going to be better capable? No. Of handling whatever we think we're supposed to handle?
0: We'll be less capable. Less, yeah. Less, because yes. they all start to compound, mm-hmm. right? Because the body takes takes on the suffering, so you can't sleep as well. You're not eating as well, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And then, because of that, the next day and then the next day and the next day you're more and more tired more and more stressed more and more disconnected mm-hmm. more and more hardwired sore in more places mm-hmm. and the downward spiral downward spiral yeah. right and no amount of knowledge seeking or acquiring will improve that mm-hmm. i've i've used the comparison to that if if that whole situation is like a fire mm-hmm. trying to get more information is just like taking gasoline and throwing it on there hoping that the gasoline is going to put it out
1: right yeah, more information doesn't help us feel better most of the time, unless there's something we can actually do.
0: Right. Right. Just gathering
1: more information in hopes that we're going to finally understand it to have some peace. Mm-hmm. There's well, there's more information right after we found this information. <laughs> right. <laughs> there, there's no lack of information out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether whether the information is bad, good, or otherwise, mm-hmm. there's a there's a ton of information. Out there And
0: spider webs out to more, uh-huh. <laughs> which is just more opportunities to worry about other things. Right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, where then does um, and this is the other word that people sometimes have trouble with at, in times like this? Um, acceptance mm-hmm. of the reality of things, mm-hmm. right? Because the things that that people are really battling about right now, um, yes, issues always play out, but you know, the one thing we all have in common is that they've happened. Whatever they are, mm-hmm. they've happened, yeah, so the second they've happened, mm-hmm. they're done <laughs> as far as we're concerned. Mm-hmm. So, with acceptance of that, what then becomes possible? and I realize acceptance can be a headspace term. I've used it as such before, yeah, um, yeah. well, how does acceptance fit into that, and then what does that open up for us? Sure, um gosh. Acceptance can also be a body
1: a body thing. I oh, think. I know it can. Yeah, I know it can. Yeah, I guess okay. that's
0: I guess that's what okay. I'm asking is is yeah. how do we yes. Cuz I think but I think sometimes people think about acceptance if they're not connected to their body space. Mm-hmm. That just puts it right b- back up in the head and it's not all that constructive. So what's different about it from the body? Right. Space? So
1: the the body space allows us to know that we're okay. Even though there's something out there
0: mm-hmm.
1: that just happened that we don't we have emotions about it, mm-hmm. that we have maybe we've got some thinking about it that that feels very scary and when we get into our body, if we're able to connect with our body, we also know that in this moment we're okay
0: right in this very moment
1: in this very moment because that's all that we can work with is this very moment we've got to get to okay for us to even really see clearly, mm-hmm. And, and there are moments when we may not be okay, given if we're in uh, a certain situation, like I'm driving down the road and I just hit a car, right? Like that might be a situation mm-hmm. where, And but it could also be a situation where I'm okay.
0: Right. Also, right? Right.
1: So in many cases, most of the time, we are okay in our body. Mm-hmm. It's when we're up In the head, thinking about all the things that we need to change and do differently,
0: or the stories of what everything
1: or what everything means and what other people need to change and do differently. (laughs) Right. We feel not okay. Right. But the reality is, is we are okay. Ninety nine percent of the time. Mm -hmm. Right. If we can be thinking about all of this, Mm -hmm. right. If we have the capacity to think about all of the things that we're
0: not happy with, Mm -hmm. then we're okay in our body. That's true. That's a great point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. because we can only do that if we're actually in a safe place body-wise because otherwise we'd be paying a lot more attention to the fact that we're in danger yes (laughs) right so Mm -hmm. if we're literally in danger we're not going to be thinking about the big things in the world (laughs) and all the things are stressed about (laughs) because we're going to be right in the moment oh that's a great point Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's actually a, a actually proof of safety yes yes to be in a position to be so worried about something you're you're tearing yourself into pieces. Exactly. So if we can experience the
1: safety by getting into the ventral vagal, yeah. then we know we're safe. Mm-hmm. And that leads to a real acceptance of reality. Got it. Not of, I'm okay with this, meaning I agree. Yes. But of reality. Yeah. We don't have to like reality to accept mm-hmm.
0: that we're okay in it. hmm In this moment. And And it sounds like from that perspective, you can say, As far as I'm concerned, things outside in the world are not okay. And I am. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So then when we get clear, we're calm, we're safe in our body, we're connected to our body. Then when and if we feel a need to do something,
0: Mm -hmm. we're
1: going to probably make a better decision about Mm -hmm. the doing. Yeah. It might be more effective, more productive, more reasonable. Mm Mm-hmm more possible more possible
0: yeah and more positive probably for our own well-being mm-hmm. that's interesting and what's what to me is is profound about that is you don't have to lose your sensibilities to do that you don't have to lose your your intense belief in a cause to do that mm-hmm. you don't have to you don't even need to really temper necessarily the whatever emotions you have you could still be frustrated angry sad you know have all that but from that space, you're right. It's, it, you don't have to be controlled by those things. And then you're not in fight and flight. So what you're talking about is the space of the safety system. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, you know, and we're sitting here, of course, trying to describe it with words, kind of coming back to that whole describing what it's like to swim in the ocean as opposed to swimming in the ocean. Yeah. What I can say is we're not talking about something hypothetical here. This is something that, that, I mean, you know, I've been able to do at times and I've had to, you know, more and more lately. You have, you know, you've had clients who do that. And it is it is something that human beings have done for a lot of human history in various parts of the world. We just, we've moved away from that. Mm-hmm. You know, the primacy of the mind as not only the driving engine, but the primary problem solver and um, filter through which everything goes is, is something of the last few hundred years. Mm-hmm. Kind of hand in hand with technological revolutions and yeah, sort of an over
1: reliance yeah on it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: and of course the the cha- the the downsides of that are the things. That, it's so funny we hear these as buzzwords you know so often, even but they're being used in a different context than we're talking about. Right, disconnect like mm-hmm. there's a disconnect between people, uh, disconnect in society, disconnect between political sides, between nations, between peoples, and yet really what we're getting at to get under that. It disconnect from our own bodies is where it starts, isn't absolutely.
1: it? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Because we connect via our bodies. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like realizing this image came to mind. I remember when I was playing board games with my family as a kid, and you get into the game and suddenly realize that like you're missing a major portion of the game, and all of a sudden you you realize, oh, we can't play this game the way we thought we would. Right. There's no aces in the deck, you know, or whatever. It's like trying to play a whole game and recognizing, well, wait, the most important parts have not been included here, or you've forgotten them or you've left them out. You know, so so from that space, I mean, to me what comes up immediately is that reminder we've talked about before on this show of our own ability and responsibility for ourselves. And our ability to put ourselves in a place to better serve ourselves through the body.
1: And then we're better able to serve others. Right. Right. So if that's what, if that's really what we're after, you know, we hear serving others. Mm -hmm. We hear that as being a thing that's really important right now.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: If that's what we really want, we've got to be able to connect with ourselves first.
0: Mm Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, one to one, you know, one to others. It's, it's funny, we, the, one of the hallmarks of the, the big battles, I guess, you know, around all these things happening in the world, it's easy to personify, quote-unquote, the other side into almost the, like the single entity mm-hmm. that we then take on in a, in a gladiatorial fashion, or the, that's how it feels. And yet so often, if you actually break down Differences of opinion, and you end up having a conversation between two people who are willing to have the conversation. You see the realities shift and the realities change, and you you can have disagreements with people around some really fundamental things, and still connect, Mm -hmm. and still be okay, and still and maybe see things a little bit differently, cool the temperatures a little bit, sure. And because you know, I this is something I truly believe that when we scrape away all the the artifices of the things that we we use to divide ourselves, even if they're very legitimate differences in belief, at our core, we seem to really, most of us want the same things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We want to feel safe. Mm-hmm. We want to feel connected. We want to feel like we can grow and have our children grow in a safe place and, and have meaning, right? And security, love, connection. And we hear story after story of, of people who have don't have those or are or afraid they'll lose them or whatever at the root of so much of this. And, man, when the noise picks up the way it has been from all directions and then everybody's responses, fight or flight, get added to it, it reminds me of being in places when I was a young kid that suddenly, even if I was having fun somewhere, if they got too loud or too crowded, I couldn't take it anymore even if it was summer fun, like the fair or a baseball game or a sporting event, all of a sudden it was just too much. And that's what it can sometimes feel like, Mm -hmm. you know? And uh, I get really sad about that at times like this, when things seem so intense that, man, we all really do want to point in generally the same direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've got so much stuff cluttered in here in terms of, what we're trying to control in the world, what we're trying to dictate, what we're, what we're trying to, you know, exert control or authority over and then add to that wanting to fight back against. I mm-hmm. fall into it. Mm-hmm. There's things I care intensely about, you know, that I sometimes feel like I need to defend or fight for. And at the same time, you know, when I do that from a headspace, I'm the one suffering. Mm-hmm.
1: And you're probably not making any headway towards the goal that you're wanting to work towards anyway no i'm swinging
0: at a i'm swinging at an invisible enemy Mm yeah you know really am i'm swinging at my own shadow Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and it and it it just reminds me that that so many of the things that we respond to are the fears of what's going to happen if i don't do something
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: but man there's a lot of stories in there Mm -hmm. yeah and
1: yeah and coming back to Getting clear about what we can control and what we can't, because mm-hmm. you know, to your point, then you're expending a lot of energy
0: mm-hmm.
1: to defend, to change, to try to change a mind, mm-hmm. to try to 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 control something yeah. that you probably don't have control of. No, and and then all the while you're not putting energy towards the things that you actually do have control over. Right, and well. I think. That's the other part we've been conditioned to do is really, you know, try to control the, I mean, we, it wasn't said like this when we were learning it, but, but it could have been, right? Okay. Try to control the things you have no control over. Put all your energy into that, focus on that and ruminate about that. Let it lose, let, let it, let you lose sleep. Yeah. And um, The things you can control, uh, don't worry about those things.
0: Don't, don't do anything with those <laughs> things because those
1: are boring, right? Like, b- because really that's what's happening.
0: That's true. That's backwards, though, isn't it? So
1: backwards, yes. And so we're feeling fearful, mm-hmm. disempowered, yeah, helpless, mad, angry, frustrated, blaming other people for those feelings, mm-hmm.
0: right? Like, and then actually just feeding that continued set of feelings. It just continues. Hamster wheel.
1: It just continues. So we're all stressed out, and
0: man. Yes. Because so many people in times when they're activated like that would take everything you just said as kind of giving up. When actually investing in that mm-hmm. is where the okayness is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which starts with each of ourselves. Yes. Right? Yes. Recognizing from a body space as much as we can that we're okay in this moment. Mm-hmm. Even if everything outside of us feels not okay. And then from that space, what can we, what can we do something about? our relationships with ourselves and with the people that we care about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, our physical environments, our physical health, our daily activities, the attitude we take from not just maybe our partners, but the person in line at the store that we talk to for 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. All those things from an intentional space can actually help brighten the world a little bit in our own sense, from our own experience. and gives us a better shot and being able to discern what we actually can do about some of those bigger questions.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and now's the time to invest in that. Mm-hmm. We, we can't, we, we don't want to wait any longer to start investing in yeah. what you just talked about. Yeah. That's going to help us get to better places collectively.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is because the more, more people who can connect with that, the conversations will be different. All over the place. The solutions will be different. The options that come to bear and are considered will be different. Mm -hmm. And then by extension, the outcomes will be different. Mm -hmm. And it is, you know, it's funny. As a historian, we have these moments in human history that are a big deal. And we always think they're right in front of us, right? But one of the things that is in front of us is, you know, making these choices to step forward that way could go a long, long way. To the longevity and the overall health of not just ourselves, but everybody who comes after us. hmm It's why, it's kind of an unstated thing of why we do this show, isn't it? Yeah. Because we care about it that on that big of a scale. Yeah, I got grandbabies. I know. I know. Of course I do. I know. So you, that, that matters. It matters. <laughs> and nobody, of course, would accuse you of giving up and not caring about the state of the world mm-hmm. because you're investing in them. Right. Nobody would ever say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's if it's true there, not true there. It's not true for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, absolutely. Well, I think that was good to talk about. Yeah, I think
1: that's always a great reminder. Yeah, and it makes life simpler. Mm-hmm. And
0: and then we feel more empowered as yeah. we're engaging in it. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, mm-hmm. all right. Well, I'm sure we could say a lot more about that. and yep. Maybe we will in the days ahead. We'll see how things go, but. uh Thanks for that, yeah, Tawny. Absolutely. I think it just Thank you. I feel lighter mm-hmm. having at least talked about it. So yeah. hopefully that's the same for all of you out there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Up With RBS. And remember, being okay starts with you. So we'll be back next week for another episode. Uh, until then, I am JDK Winniken
1: And I am Tawny Sanabria.
0: And choose to be okay.
1: Yeah, I like that. Starts with you.
0: Starts with you. Yeah, I like it. All righty. See you next time. Mm-hmm. You all feel nice. Stop, stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one.